You know, today is one of those episodes where I just have to upload randomly and just rant about my thoughts right now about the world as a whole. And I'm specifically going to criticize, give my opinions and feelings on the Christian community itself and our failures in this world to, uh, to provide the gospel properly and just generally help people. Uh, and here's how I'm going to start it off. According to the Organization for World Peace, uh, Yemen uh, is to be the worst human, humanitarian crisis across the globe with over, over 80% of its population or 24 million people in need of humanitarian aid. Uh, what it gets me about this is the lack of news coverage. Given the fact that there is still a lot going on here in the United States with the Black Lives Matter protest, with the general election, and with all, all of these things, but from what I've seen uh, on the news, I haven't heard much about it. But I'm, I'm going to use this particular situation to draw a broader point, to a broader narrative in a sense, of the failure of the Christian community to go out and help the world itself with its struggles. And what I mean by that is, is that it's specifically the American Christian church, mega churches in, in particular, have millions and millions of dollars to be able to help their local communities and to be able to help communities abroad in this world. But yet, do we even do that? Not to my knowledge. Not to my knowledge are we going over there with our missionaries. Not to my knowledge are we going over there with the money that some of our churches have to be able to help these people, to be able to provide some sort of aid, to do whatever we can to help. And that's a failure. It's not just a failure on spreading the gospel, but it's also a failure on doing what is morally right. And this is when I'm shifting the podcast to, in light of the recent events been, that have been going on, I'm shifting to the moral imperative and, uh, and specific duties of a Christian. But we are not only a failure as a, as a religious community, but a failure as a nation to, to provide our help to those in need. And Yemen is an example. But let's let's keep it local. How many megachurch pastors do you see out there on the streets with their Bibles in hand going to the homeless population or those in need or in poverty and offering their financial help or not even that? Or just helping spread the gospel, spread good news to those people. You hear many pastors doing that? No, you don't. You know why? Because it's not about the gospel for a lot of them. It's about money. That's what I'm going to rant about today. It's about money for a lot of these people. And that's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. 
Now, I'm not talking about my church specifically or any other churches I've attended. Because uh, my church, I love my current church. It's a well-run church. It has its flaws just like any other church. But we help our community. We preach the gospel. And we do what we need to do. The church is supposed to be a place of worship. But not only that, it is supposed to be the the place where the community can come together for help in a time of need. That is what the church is meant to do. It's meant to, as when as a place of worship, but an establishment in the community to help better the community with the gospel. But to also help people's individual lives. And I know many churches don't have the resources for that. And to those churches, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about churches pastored by Someone like Joel Olstein, who I will criticize specifically. Because people like him don't even talk about Jesus anymore. They talk about how to live a good life, how to be happy, how to do this and that, all these earthly things. But they never talk about the gospel. They never go out there and help the community. And it's not just money I'm talking about. Sometimes people just need a helping hand. But how many people do you see out there helping their, the individuals in their communities? And that's a problem with these churches that have 30, 40,000 uh, members or even one to 2,000. There's no community. There's no individual relationship. There is no building of a relationship with Christ. They're just there for the money. They're just there for the attention. They're just there for the fame. And that is a failure. A failure on us as Christians. Our imperative duty to help our communities. But yet we fail. Every single time we keep failing. And that is why people are leaving the church. That is why the culture is swinging against us. And moving to that point about the culture, you hear a lot of Republican, Christian, evangelical pastors, which I have no problem with their party or their politics, but they directly involve Christ with politics. And that is the number one biggest mistake of the American church. Because when you involve politics with religion, you automatically create division, and isolate people. But not only that, you're blaspheming the very name of Jesus. Because Jesus didn't hold a political party. He couldn't have cared less about politics. His mission was to spread the gospel. Because our kingdom is not of this world. Do you guys not remember that? Or do you throw all that away? What about these megachurches donating millions upon millions of dollars to President Trump's campaign? Again, I don't care if you, if, um, if that's who you support politically, but don't use the church's damn money. Because that money can be used for good in this world. But instead, you're so worried about politics. You're so worried about what might happen to you or your church or your congregation. You're not worried about what will happen to other of God's children. Remember, we are all made in the image of God. And the Black Lives Matter protests bring up a dang good point. You say all lives matter until it comes to LGBTQ lives. 
Now, it's a sin. I got that. I've talked about it on the show. But their lives still matter just as much as any other Christians because of the fact they are made in the image of God and they have God's image in them. That is all that should matter to you. It shouldn't matter their sexuality. It shouldn't matter their sexual orientation. It shouldn't matter their religious beliefs. It shouldn't matter their political beliefs. It shouldn't matter about who they are as a person. The fact that they have that human essence is all that should matter. But yet, we don't talk about that in the church. We don't talk about these individual issues. It's all lives matter until they commit a crime. It's all lives matter until they're gay or transgender or any other sin that their pastors will drain down your throat. But they don't apply this equally. If someone was an adulterer, they treat him differently. If someone cussed a lot, they treat him differently. If someone did any other sin, they treat him differently. They try and show them the love of Christ. But it's only a few specific sins that bother some people so much that they have to judge them, that they ignore the commandments of Christ. They just flat out ignore it. They throw it away like it's nothing. And those, my friends, are a disgrace. People who think that way are a disgrace to Christianity. A disgrace. You've done not only the Christian community harm, but Jesus Christ himself and his mission harm. And again, if you think this way, I hope and pray that it, it helps expand your mind on things. And it expands your mind on what we as Christians are called to do. Because when your pastor... Or when you as an individual judge people for how they look, for how they act, for what they believe, who they love, or anything else, you are the problem in society. Now, I'm not saying don't call out the sin. Do that. But make sure that you don't forget that these people are made in the image of God just like you and any other person. Never forget that. Because I am so sick and tired of hearing the same things from Christian pastors. None in particular. Uh, and hearing the same arguments. And hearing uh, the same political agendas. That have no business in the church. That have no business being associated with the name of Christ. Because it is not your job as a pastor to call out, well, to say a specific political opinion that may or may not align with the Bible. It's not your job. That's an individual's job separate from Christianity. Christianity doesn't dictate every aspect of your life. Christianity is you say, admitting that you are a sinner, and that you need salvation. That is it. Final. Now the law is still there. It is up to the individual. None of your business. The Bible is still there. The word of God. I've read the Bible. It was of my own accord. It was of my own decision making. But not every Christian has to do that. I would recommend it. But you don't have to do that. We always say Grace by faith, 
until some other things are said, and then you wipe that away. Well, what if they're gay? Well, they're going to hell. How do you know that? You sin too. So what makes their sin any more significant than yours? Anyone want to explain that one to me? No, of course no one does. And I invite, I invite anyone who thinks differently, come on the podcast. Give me the biblical evidence for your position. I'd love to hear it. Now, I could be wrong. But this is after years of thinking and years of me thinking the way that I'm criticizing right now. Thinking that homosexuals can't get to heaven. Thinking that all gay people are, are bad or something. Something, some bull crap like that. I used to think things like that. But then you notice that we're all flawed. We're all supposed to be going to hell. But it's Christ. It is just Christ that you need for salvation, for forgiveness, for love, for mercy. But yet, Christian pastors wipe all that away. Treat it like a bunch of crap. They wipe all of that away and then claim to proclaim it. That is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, against God, against the Bible, against Jesus. It's blasphemy against everything having to deal with this subject. Because you cannot pick and choose when you want to listen to the Bible. You want to take the Bible literally? There's a lot of things in the Bible I could pull out right now and say, all right, you have to do this. Ever look at a woman with lust? That's adultery. Now you have to stone me. That's, that's literal biblical interpretation. I can pull out a bunch of verses that support the claims I just made. But it would still be a sin. Because those are meant for specific times and circumstances. But yet, we only apply this when we want to. Many of these Christian pastors do. And you might be wondering why I'm so angry about this or so passionate, or whatever word you want to use. It is because I have seen so many people isolated and driven out of the Christian community because of how they think, or who they are, or the sins they may or may not have. And that is a disgrace. It's none of your business. The church is supposed to be a place of worship. It doesn't matter your sins. It doesn't matter what you've done, or how you think, or who you love. The church is supposed to be a place of worship where, where um, fellow believers gather to worship the one and only God. That's it. That is it. You cannot exclude gay people from your church. You can't exclude adulterers from your church. You can't exclude sin from your church because the church is full of sinners. It's a place for hypocrites. That's all it is used for. It is all for the sinner to come and worship Christ and peace and with other believers so we can grow on each other within faith and love and within Christ. But yet many of you guys don't understand that. And I hope and pray that you understand that. Again, I'm not justifying any sin. What I am saying is stop calling out people's sins just because you think it is more important than any other sin. Stop judging people for how they think, what they believe, who they love, etc. Call out what the, say what the Bible says, 
and then address it appropriately within Christ's love, within Christ's grace and peace, and we will be able to unite together as a Christian community. But until then, we will continue falling apart as a church. The church is dying in America, and it is because idiots like these who are driven by money and not faith, the prosperity gospel, and the bullcrap that it presents. Things like that destroys Christ's message and Christ's love. Final thing is, and I've discussed this on the podcast before, I was listening to Joe Rogan uh, a month or two ago, and they were talking about how to go see Joel Olstein in front row while the first few seats is about $4,000. What a pathetic man that is. How pathetic and disgusting do you have to be to charge that kind of money to go see you rant about something that isn't the gospel? How disgusting. May I remind you guys that Jesus was broke, he was poor, he was a peasant. Half of these churches today he couldn't even get into. Or how about you demanding people pay tithes? How about you demanding people having to go to church every Sunday? Why are we doing this? That's a cult. You're just throwing your money at at these rich multimillionaire pastors who don't actually care about the gospel, but only care about self-love and self-worth and self-happiness and self-enrichment. That's all they care about. That's a prosperity gospel. It's not about Jesus. It's about self it's about uh, self-gloating in a way. And how about them and all their private jets? That's a funny one. You need a private jet to go share the gospel? You can't fly commercial like the rest of us do? I don't care if you have a private jet. I don't even care if you're rich. But you're doing that at the expense of the church. You're doing it at the expense of your congregants. And most of all, you are doing it at the expense of Jesus Christ and the gospel. And that is not okay. Again, I don't care if you make money off the church. My pastor has to get a salary because he does it full time. Sure. I don't think he needs a private jet because he doesn't. No one needs a private jet. Fly commercial. But even if you do get a private jet, use your own money, not the church's. It's not in the church's interest. It's pathetic what is going on. And if I were a Christian struggling, I would leave too. If I were going to a church like that, because it is disgusting and it is sad that so many Christians are brainwashed enough to keep attending these sick organizations. And I'm applying this to all kinds of Christian denominations, Baptist, Kojic, uh, LDS, you name it. I'm applying it to all of them because all of it is just religious bullcrap. Remember, Christ, that's it. That's all you need. And that, my friends, is salvation through Christ. That's all you need. I don't care if you believe Joseph Smith is a prophet. I don't care if you think that Jesus never is just a figure of speech. I don't care if you believe in evolution or a young earth. I don't care. As long as you believe that you, Christ died for your sins, as long as you believe that there is grace through faith, that is all that is necessary. And yet every Christian proclaims that, but most Christians don't believe that. Start believing your own damn Bible. 
But of course, people are going to still run around. I know I'm going to get an email or two or a DM on Instagram saying that I should be more calm, saying that I should be more loving, saying that I should have taken it a better way. Really, we're losing, folks. People's salvation is on the line. And yet people would love to see me stay calm, as I usually do. People would love to see me uh, try and philosophically uh, explain these things. I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm just going to call out people's bullcrap when I see it. I'm not doing this anymore. If you say something stupid, if you're doing something retarded, if you're doing something that is inappropriate or a disgrace to the gospel, you're going to hear me sound like this and you're going to hear me start yelling about it. Because it angers me. It angers me because people's salvation, their eternal salvation is on the line. And yet you people, Joel Osteen, T.D. Jakes, and all the rest of these jokers, you guys take don't even care. Just become wealthy off of it. What a disgrace. Name one apostle that was rich or was wealthy or even what we would call middle class. You can name Paul, but he became poor for the gospel. He got executed. How many of these pastors do you think would die for Jesus? I think none of them. And you could tell by their politics. They're so concerned about their so-called Christian rights, they are forgetting the gospel that they must preach, no matter what law is on the book. Now, I would much rather have, have society accept Christianity. But if, it's, if they're not going to do it, I am fully prepared to sit here and keep making this podcast, to sit there and go out into the world and still tell people what Christ did for me and what he can still do for you. Because that is it. That is all that matters, folks. And my friends, if you disagree, you don't believe in the gospel. Because that is all that it is. Name one person in the New Testament that was made rich off of the gospel. Made rich off of telling people how to be happy. Or telling people how to live a good life. That's not what Christianity lives is. It's about living a hard life. It's about caring for other people even though you might have nothing. It's about Christ, and by any means necessary, we will spread that gospel through love and not force. That is the gospel, my friends, and never, ever forget that. And no matter what I say on this ministry, that is my inherent goal, is to spread that message. No matter whether I talk about animal abuse, about atheism, about uh, Mormonism, or any other philosophy or issue in this country, that is my main goal. I will tie everything I talk about to being a Christian, to living like a Christian, to accepting that gospel. And remember to love. I have some friends who are gay. I have a lot of friends who are atheists, who are Mormon, or anything else. I don't care. I'll have a discussion with them. I'll say, hey, this is why I believe in this, this, and this. But it's none of my damn business. Leave people alone. It's like how uh, the Supreme Court decision about non-discrimination against LGBTQ people. Why do we care? Yes, it's going to affect us. Should churches uh, do gay weddings? Of course not. If your church gets shut down, it gets shut down. That's the gospel, my friends. We must...
fight for the gospel by any means necessary. I don't care if the church gets shut down because the church is not a building. It is people. And remember that, my friends. I am closing out. I'm done ranting. Spread the message that I just shared today. Uh, make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, you know where to email me. Common Sense Christianity Podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Ethan Foster here with Common Sense Christianity.